Hey guys, what is up? It's your girl Grace Tori and I am back with a whole new podcast episode. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. It's definitely going to be like a very, very chill episode. It's going to be kind of like open forum, except you guys can't really talk back, but those are the vibes we're going for. So today we're going to be talking about how to get through a friendship breakup. I will say that I originally saw this idea when Alex Earl posted hers. I didn't watch it because I didn't want to get any like inspiration subconsciously and then like just say the same thing she said but it is something I've wanted to do for a long time. I just didn't feel ready. I was still healing from my own very kind of traumatic friendship breakup but when I saw her do it it kind of had me think about the idea again and then I said you know what like I think I'm ready now. So that's what we're going to talk about. I'll kind of dive into my own experience, what the heck happened for me, and then I'll just talk about ways to get through a friendship breakup. Anything from best friend, a group of friends, best guy friend. I've kind of gone through all of it in the past probably four years or so. That's just part of like being in your 20s is growing out of people. I think that's something that happens a lot when you leave for high school or leave high school and go to college and continues throughout your college career and then you start kind of getting settled into your career after and after that it's hopefully smooth sailing that's kind of where I'm at now but I think that gaining and losing friends is something you're going to go through throughout your entire life it just happens to be a little bit heavy when you're going through life changes and growing at such a rapid pace and so I think that's why it's pretty bad now so I think a lot of people can relate and hopefully you find something helpful from this episode. It helps you heal from your friendship breakup and hopefully helps you learn something and take something positive from it as well. So without further ado, we're gonna jump on in. But before we do, don't forget to follow on whatever platform you're currently listening or watching on. Don't forget to share with someone you think would benefit from this episode and leave a rating or review or like, whatever the equivalent is on the platform you're on. All right, let's go ahead and jump on in. I'm Grace Tori, and you're listening to That Girl, the podcast. Grab a beverage of choice and settle in, because the new episode is starting now. So I guess we'll talk about my experience. I've had a lot of friendship breakups, but a lot of them were like, we kind of stopped talking and then just kind of grew apart, which are painful in their own way, but until one very specific instance I kind of had just pushed it off and been like oh no we just grew apart like we're still friends on Facebook like there's no bad blood like if we ever wanted to be friends again we could just reach back out whereas now I've had like a clean cut friendship break and it is not the same it is not the same at all so let me go ahead and dive into kind of my experience when i was still in college i had someone i was absolutely best friends with we did everything together like this was my best best friend and then we also had a group of friends that we were all like a girl gang and i never really had a girl gang so this meant a whole lot to me like a whole whole lot um and these were girls for the first time in like my life i would like look around the room and picture like my future bridesmaids, my maid of honor, like my best friends. And like I said, we were together every single day, literally every single day. Um, this best friend started dating someone and then I started dating her best, his best friend, which was Josh. Um, 
And so I was like, well, I'm not going to go like into too deep of detail, but essentially all of these friends were in a room together. Um, I was not there. And then they just started saying horrible things about me. Um, and then Josh's best friend was there. So he heard all of it and told us about it. And by us, I mean me and Josh. So I was not okay. Like that was probably the worst betrayal potentially I've ever had in my entire life. It like made my whole world shatter. It was really, 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 really hard. So I decided that I was not going to text that person first. Like I was just not gonna be the one to reach out. I wasn't ghosting her, but I wasn't gonna be like, hey girly, what's up? Like after that. And so I was just gonna wait until she texted me first and kind of go from there. We can have the conversation because this was my best friend. Like I was like, oh yeah, she's, we'll text and then we'll go to lunch and we'll figure out what the heck is going on. And apparently she was like the ringleader of this. Like she was talking the most shit out of everyone. Um, well, she never texted me and that friend group never texted me. Like no one in that group ever texted me again. She never texted me. Uh, and that was it. That was literally the last time I ever heard from them. So as you can imagine, this was extremely traumatic. Um, it probably took me a solid two years to get over. I was depressed for like six months and I don't say depressed lightly. I'm diagnosed with depression so I know what it feels like to have depression and it was some of the hardest times in my life it felt like the rug was ripped out from underneath my feet like my whole friend group essentially was gone like that and these were the people that I spent all of my time with like 24 7 if I needed someone at 3 in the morning these were the people I called like we went on trips together like besties for the resty or so I thought uh and that was all just gone yeah I think that there are a lot of things I could have done differently like not just how I handled it but how I healed from it I think that there's a lot that I just let fester for far too long and that's kind of why I didn't get over it for two years and I'm not even gonna say I'm fully over it now like it's still something that hurts me I just don't view it through the same point of view that I viewed it as originally and that's allowed me to take a step back and look at it from a more logical point of view so let's talk about healing now that I've kind of told you my experience and how I felt I also had a guy best friend that I lost around the same time um for similar reasons I still see him every once in a while and I think it's one of those situations where I think that he thinks that there's beef between us but I don't really have beef. Uh, it's very one-sided but that was also a friendship that I cherished like a lot. He was also friends with the group of friends and then my best friend so I don't know if they like told him things and he just like stopped talking to me. It's whatever now. He's kind of not someone I particularly am really upset like anymore i was really upset at first but now it's kind of like it's whatever it's not it definitely wasn't as damaging as the friend group and my best friend it was like pretty hurtful though so yeah i guess we're going to talk about how to heal from that now i think that the very most important thing that i want to talk about is self-reflection Everyone is put into your life for one reason or another 
and I truly believe that. It may take you years to realize what that lesson was that you were meant to learn. And there are people that I haven't had in my life for five years plus that I still don't really know the lesson I was meant to learn. But I know that it's going to happen one day and it's going to click one day and I'm going to say, okay, that all makes sense now. And I truly, truly believe that. However, I think that if you don't take the time to self-reflect, realize what your part was, whether you played a good part, a bad part, whether you were the best person ever, whether you could have handled it better, whether you did some bad things, whatever it may be, you need to realize all of that and reflect on all of that and take it all in. Um, and if you don't and you just sit there and say, I'm the victim, I had this happen to me, then you aren't missing out because you're not going to learn a lesson if you don't change. Like, I know that it's possible that you could have not done a single thing wrong, but I think that you need to look at it from all angles and genuinely have some self-reflection and say, well, maybe I could have handled communication better. Maybe I could have handled my feelings better. Maybe this wasn't as big of a deal as I initially thought it was, and we would have still been friends if we would have talked it out and I hadn't of gone no contact. Like, there are so many things that could affect a friendship ending, and I think that to think that you didn't play a role 100% at all, it's a very, 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 very rare that that's actually the case, and someone didn't do something wrong on either side. Like, usually people do wrong on both sides, and then it kind of leads to a breaking point. So I reflected in a lot of ways. I meditated, I journaled, I talked to people who were friends with us. I talked to Josh about it because he obviously was friends with us um, and he, his best friend at the time was dating my best friend. So he kind of had that side point. And I think that for a long, 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 long time, I mourned the relationship, which is totally fine. That's totally normal. But I think you also need to say, maybe this person wasn't good for me. Maybe this relationship wasn't meant to be in my life. There were a lot of times that I thought that the relationship was toxic or that I wasn't being treated fairly or whatever. And I think that maybe I've done some things wrong. I acted immaturely definitely a couple times. And I think now I would definitely be more mature about things. But I think that I also was not treated like I should have been and it's okay to know that you did something incorrectly but also know that you deserve better at the same time and I know that I should not be friends with them if the opportunity were arise again. Obviously people change and that's a conversation that would happen then but I think that it's also very very important to say hey i mourn the relationship we had but i also know that i deserve better than what happened like there's good things and there's bad things and i deserve to be treated better and so i shouldn't partake in that relationship any longer because at the end of the day the relationship is double-sided like you could reach out to them at any time not to say that they're gonna want to be friends with you or want to have a conversation with you. They could be totally done, wanna be no contact, and that's fine. Like, you can't control someone and how they choose to form relationships and go about things. However, uh, the you can still reach out. Like, I know that I could still reach out. Would I? 
no because at this point in time I know what's good for me and what's not but for a long time I went back and forth and said I know that they treated me horribly but I can still reach out and even though I don't know what I did like I genuinely do not know what I did to accept them upset them to the point that they felt the need to say horrible horrible things about me and those things were like petty like they weren't like anything where I could pick it out and be like okay that's what I did like it was things like oh she decided to date Josh because her tarot cards told her to and it's like that's not I know that's not like a big deal but when like that's getting back to the person that you're supposed to be dating and that's coming from your best friends like also that's not the worst thing they said that's probably the most mild thing they said then it's like okay that's not very nice like these are my best friends in the entire world supposedly I'm not gonna make a life decision like dating someone because I date to marry off of something silly like a tarot card reading not like if you take that seriously then go off queen tarot card readings are fun and I have used them to make decisions before I don't want to like diminish your personal beliefs but for me personally like I don't use them for anything like that where it's a huge 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 life decision um I want to lean more on my intuition but you know go off queen like I don't want to take away from your own spiritual beliefs so I don't take that the wrong way please but yeah so I think that having self-reflection is super super important understanding where you went wrong and also understanding from a outside perspective whether that relationship was healthy for you or not because more often than not it probably was not a healthy relationship and I really leaned on the counsel of Josh and my best friend that I lived with at the time she was not a part of this friend group because I had two really close friends the one that I was no longer friends with and my best friend my best friend that I'm still best friends with to this day so like I love her she's my bestie she's gonna be my maid of honor I talk to her every day but the girls that I was friends with the friend group and then that best friend we were all in the same major we had all the same classes we went to horse riding lessons together because we all rode for the University of Kentucky together like we were together 24 7 and it was not like a clean break where we could just never talk to each other again like we had all this stuff that we had to do together um because we were in all of these things together which another thing I, I wish I would have handled better because we ended up just ignoring each other for all of these things and it became very, 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 very toxic. It was like not a clean break. It was a clean break in the sense that we never talked to each other again, but it was also not a clean break in the sense that we had to do everything next to each other from literally going to class to walking at graduation, we were together. So that is that was like the more toxic side where I definitely could have handled things differently. I think that another thing to really really think about is not retaliating i wouldn't say that i retaliated i definitely would have done things differently in the sense that i'll kind of give you the vibes so she was talking about cheating on the guy she was with josh's best friend all the time like genuinely all the time and so i told him that whereas i think that now 
I don't know if I would have. I think I would have just stayed out of it because it was more of an act of retaliation than an act of looking out for him. And like, I just don't get involved in anything anymore. It's not my place to say anything. So I don't know if that was the right thing to do. I don't think that was like the actual worst thing I could have done. I just, it was the intent that came behind it. And now I think I would have stayed out of it, stayed in my own lane. Josh and I have our own thing going and like I just don't have time nor the want to get involved in anybody else's anything that they've got going on. So I don't know like if it was like my best friend that was being cheated on and I knew that and I had that knowledge I would have definitely told my best friend but since I didn't really know this guy outside of Josh like that changes things and they only dated for like two weeks before breaking up anyway anyway besides the point that was my example of retaliation do not retaliate don't go starting rumors or making things way bigger than they need to be don't go campaign to your friends why they should be friends with you versus them like whatever is meant to be is going to be and your actions are so important because actions speak louder than words so just continue to be a kind graceful loving human being like that's where your vibe should be that's where like your heart should be and people are gonna make decisions on their own knowledge and their own understanding and I just think that if you lose someone because they chose to be with someone else like if your friends are dividing because they chose to be with someone else that speaks to their character and like karma is uh, exist like if they truly are a bad person like that person that you're no longer friends with is a bad friend karma always takes care of it for you so I think that the best thing you can do is continue to be kind gracious loving do your own thing don't do anything out of malice or retaliation just keep being yourself and that friendship is gonna hurt and it's okay for that friendship to hurt but keep your head high queen because your kindness, your graciousness, your energy is going to radiate off of you and people are always going to get what's coming to them. That's not your job. Just, I think that beginning 2023 and really going into 2024, I prioritize peace and I think that that's a really, really good thing to aim towards, especially when you're going through some sort of breakup, because in my opinion, a friendship breakup is, that was worse than any breakup I'd ever been in. I had never been with someone romantically that I thought would be the love of my life that I thought I was going to marry. So maybe it's different if you have someone in your life that you think you're going to marry. Like Josh and I, I look at him and I'm like, yep, end game. So if we broke up, maybe that would be more painful, but from my experience, I think that a friendship breakup is way more painful than any other romantic breakup I had ever been through. So it's okay to hurt. It's okay to be sad. But it's also important to understand that acting out of anger or malice is not the way to go. Like, not the way to go. Some things that are really, really important are to lean on your support group, whether that's other friends, whether that's family, whether that's a relationship. It's okay. Talk to them. Tell them how you're feeling. Get out of the house. Go out with your other friends. Go get ice cream if that's all you feel like doing. Go for hikes if you want to take a whole day. Like there are so many, so many things you can do 
to get out of your head and I don't want you to distract yourself from your feelings. You need to feel them and work through them. But I also don't want you to let them get the best of you and stay in bed all day and not hang out and become a part of society because the world goes on. And you need to make sure that you're not making it everything you think of because I think that when we obsess over sadness or a certain thing that happened to us and we sit in our room and we brood over it and we cry and we get so upset... I think that we're just heightening our own feelings, whereas when we feel the feelings, let them happen to us, self-reflect, understand from an outside point of view what actually happened, and then learn from those mistakes, learn those lessons, and move on and continue to live our life. We're going to come out of it a lot better, a lot stronger, and a lot healthier than when we just allow it to consume us whole. So make sure that you are still... A part of society it's okay to take a couple days I'm not saying to immediately jump right in but make sure that you are still being a part of things do things that make you happy do things that make you feel that little spark of happiness that you feel when you do things that you're passionate about whether that's something small like painting poetry a little hobby you do at home whether that's a sport whether you need to put all of your energy into your sport for a while that's okay. When I'm really, really upset, I love going and riding. My free therapy, well, it's not really free because, you know, horses, but my favorite thing to do when I'm overwhelmed is to go grab my horse and go jump. Just go jump over anything. Like, we just go ride and jump. So, whether that's ice skating, basketball, soccer, whatever your sport is, even if you're a grown woman and you no longer participate in your sport on a competitive level, it's still an outlet that you've used your entire life and your body has learned to use to burn off steam. So it's okay to go to the park and still do it. It's okay to do it in your backyard. It's okay. And honestly, it's encouraged because it's a way to get that negative energy out of your body and replace it with serotonin, endorphins, and all the good things. So I feel like I have so much more I could talk about on this topic Definitely let me know if you want a part two, specifically more heavy on the healing side and ways to cope because I have so many more tips. I just didn't want to flood you. I feel like I told you a lot today. So yeah, definitely let me know if you want a part two. If you're able to comment below, do that. If you want to comment on my Instagram, my TikTok, the links are down below for you to do that. I want you to feel like this is a space where we can talk back and forth this is a community where we can bounce ideas off each other it's not like me talking at you it's us growing and learning and bouncing ideas off of each other together so that being said don't be afraid to talk to me let me know your thoughts let me know your ideas if you want to leave a rating and review that's the best way for me to know exactly what you love and don't love about the podcast what you want to hear more of etc so yeah if you haven't already don't forget to hit that follow button i upload every single wednesday and sunday if you're watching this on the wednesday it comes out i hope you have a great night if you're watching this on any other day i hope you have a great morning afternoon or night i will see you guys in my next podcast episode i love you so so much and i will always be your bestie okay Bye guys, love you.